Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into the Big Ten Show, ladies and gentlemen, another edition of this hopefully glorious show, at least hopefully you find folks at home enjoy it. Now, I got a special guest today, but before we bring him on, I want to make sure you know what our friends at Jacobson Seed Company are all about. They're your healthy hybrid advantage. Farmers, thanks for watching the Big Ten Show, but we can give you more than just great Big Ten coverage. We can help you with your fields. Go to jacobsonseed.com. That's jacobsonseed.com, your healthy hybrid advantage. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am joined today by a writer and publisher of Wolverine Digest of Sports Nation and a, does a phenomenal job contributing to Sports Illustrated and SI.com, Mr. Brandon Brown. How you doing, my friend? Doing good. Yeah, doing good. Excited to keep the keep the football season alive a little bit, right? I mean, it's 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 the dog days at this point. But yeah, excited to talk some ball, man. You know, there's football is nonstop. And if I'm a college coach, I'm just flat out exhausted. I've got the transfer portal. I've got a bowl game that nobody cares about unless I'm in the playoff. <laughs> and then I got signing day and then I've got the holidays. And then I've got transfer portal that extends into January for those players that were in the playoff and it just never ends for us it's phenomenal all right so my first question for you michigan uh, you're a michigan insider what is the ad doing harbaugh is out there interviewing with the chargers the falcons they're talking about another interview why is he allowing this holding pattern to happen in your opinion it's it's really kind of been year i mean it's been this way every year you know it's been this way almost every year there's been some talk especially these last three when Michigan's been so good and Harbaugh's done such a great job. Um, it, it's kind of been this way every year. And Ward Manuel, the athletic director at Michigan, is just kind of like MIA. I mean, he showed up for the big celebration, the national yeah. title celebration at Chrysler Center where the basketball games are played. And, you know, he took the mic and he was booed. I mean, he was booed wow. when he entered the <laughs> arena. And that's I'm rough. like, uh, that's not really what you want to want to hear uh, mm -hmm. in this setting. But then he gets on the mic and he's like, and I promise you, I'm working on a contract for this guy. And everyone's like, the working on a contract? Like, like what? Like that's, what does that, that mean? Yeah. Yeah. What is, first of all, what does that mean? Second of all, right, not, you're still working on it. Like this should have been done a while ago. At least that's what, mm -hmm. you know, 99% of Michigan fans feel. But on the, on the flip side, like, you know, Jim Harbaugh has come out and publicly said before, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to do this flirting with the NFL thing again. And then he just does it again. And so mm -hmm. he's not innocent in this, but at the same time, if you believe the reports that are out there, there's been a contract available for him, but then you hear Ward Manuel say he's still working on one. And it's just like, what's really going on behind closed doors. Some thought that their, you know, relationship was a little bit rocky for various reasons. I mean, Jim Harbaugh's salary did get cut in half back in 2020. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not something you love to have happen from yep. your athletic director, from your boss. So it, it has been, it's just been kind of this up and down thing between those two guys. And now again, Harbaugh is looking at the NFL and it, this one feels like the most serious threat mm -hmm. to taking him away from Ann Arbor that there, that there has been in his nine or 10 years that he's been back, back, back home, quote unquote. Well, let's be honest. Harbaugh. I mean, he's got the leverage. He just built Michigan back up. They just won a national championship. Their first one in 25 years. Their first one outright and even longer than that. He's, he holds all the cars right now, so to speak. Okay. Now, he is, from what we're told and from what the AD says in addition to this, he is still talking with Michigan and they're trying to work some things out. Now, 
what we're being told is he, he's trying to work in immunity from termination due to any findings or sanctions from the NCAA investigations into any potential contract he might have with Michigan in the future. How realistic is this? We know he has the leverage, but what are your thoughts on this if he does come back to Michigan? Yeah, I think it's I think it's layered. I mean, the the immediate response to that is like, oh, he's probably going to get in trouble, and he wants to make sure he doesn't get canned, which, mm-hmm. which is possible. It's very possible that's what it's about. Yeah. I also think it does have to do with this NFL thing that 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 could be built in as well. I mean, there's been times where you know he's he's due for a new contract, or they're they're working out some deal here or there, and at some point, Ward Manuel may say, you know what, man. We can't do this every year mm-hmm. where this is dragging into January and February. Like the portal's buzzing. This is happening. This is happening. They were already behind schedule a little bit by making a playoff run and winning a title, which everybody would take that. Yeah, yeah, but, with but that. Now, yeah, but now the quarterbacks are picking new schools all over the place. Michigan's got a bit of a question mark there, and they're kind of mm-hmm. out of the running for all this stuff because no one knows what Harbaugh is going to do. So I think there's a little bit of the NFL thing. And then I I do think Harbaugh just wants to feel like he's supported completely mm-hmm. by Ward Manuel and by the athletic department and by the Board of Regents and everybody that's involved. So I I do think it's a little bit layered. I've never heard of anything like that before. So you ask how realistic. I don't know. I don't know if any coach has ever been like, look, there's some sanctions coming. Mm-hmm. I also really kind of want to go to the NFL still. But let's go ahead and write down that I can pretty much do whatever I want and I'm good. I just don't know if that's ever really been done before. And it does seem a little bit unrealistic, but like you just said, Ward Manuel probably just needs to say, all right, all right, I'll do it. Cause, cause of what you just said, built Michigan back up 15 and no national title. And, and he's below, I mean, he is beloved by mm-hmm. the fan base. I mean, the, on the flip side, I talked about Ward Manuel getting booed at the celebration. You couldn't even hear yourself think when Harbaugh walked into the gym. I mean, it was insane. Oh man. And so, okay. It's, it is kind of a strange thing. Again, I don't know if I've ever really heard of those kind of stipulations before with a coach's contract, but you know, this year was weird in a lot of ways for Harbaugh and Michigan, and so let's just keep it rolling and make the contract weird too, I guess. I don't know. That's kind of what it feels like. Oh, no doubt about it. And I think the other thing, if I'm Harbaugh, I'm looking at my NFL options. Okay, and I know the Falcons are talking about a second interview. If I'm Harbaugh, I'm like, ah, the Falcons, you know, they're fine, whatever. The Chargers, that's got to be an appealing job. You got you got a really good quarterback in Justin Herbert, and that's hard to find in the NFL. Then you got Austin Eckler. Then you got Keenan Allen. I know he's up there a little bit. You got a Bosa on the defensive side of the ball, Joey in this case. And you got a team, and I've talked about this other places, but you got a team that, barring this past season, has been in the playoffs a majority of the time. You're not that far away. So if I'm Jim Harbaugh, and I've even brought up the commanders, not just because I played for them, but they got a solid defense. They got a good ground game. Terry McLaren, four straight thousand uh, receiving yards in a row. They're really just missing a quarterback, and I know that sounds silly, but you got the number two pick in the draft where you've got five really good quarterbacks. Oh, by the way, the guy at label number six is the guy you've coached for the past few years in J.J. McCarthy. Hasn't proven a lot, but his ceiling's really high. So if you mm-hmm. could get with the number two pick a Caleb Williams, a Drake May, a Jane Daniels, Michael Penix, uh, Bo Nix, you know, I don't know if they take McCarthy that high. Like, that's got to be appealing to him. So what are your thoughts on the job openings and opportunities that he has, not just the NFL, but the jobs himself? It's It's been crazy because the last handful of years, there have been multiple jobs open that make a lot like the Colts job was open. He was, you know, he, was, he played there. The Bears job was open. He played there. Didn't really get a lot of attention. 
had some mm-hmm. connection with the Vikings. I think it was ownership or G- new GM. I can't remember exactly who it was, but he had a connect. I mean, he's a football lifer. He's got connections with almost everybody, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with the Chargers. He played for the Chargers. I didn't realize this, but the same family that owned them when he played there still owns them. So he's oh, got wow. that connection. Okay. And, and, you know, so that's that's something that's been there. And, and, uh, and yeah, I think the Chargers job does make the most sense. He also has – he's put roots down in California before. You know, he coached at San Diego. He coached mm-hmm. at Stanford. He coached at San Francisco. So being in California is very familiar to him and his wife. They've got some younger kids that are in – a couple of his younger kids go to the same elementary school that he went to when he lived in Ann Arbor. Oh, so, wow. like, cool. there's some things – there's some things yep. like keeping him rooted in Ann Arbor, too. His parents live right next door. I know his parents have kind of been – you know, they, they did some interviews and have been in the news as they won the title. And it, the, a very, very close-knit family. He's got a lot a lot going on right now, a lot of positive things going on right now in Michigan. But that Chargers job, if he does want to get back to the NFL, wants to have a chance at a Super Bowl, that seems the most ready-made. Like you said, Justin Herbert being there. The defense has a couple stars. They could use some work. but And they have the number five pick in the draft. So, like, they're, mm-hmm. they're in the mix right there, too. So, that one seems to make the most sense to me. Yeah, the Atlanta job, I, I guess he's going back for a second interview, but that one doesn't seem yeah. nearly as appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington's interesting. They have some pieces there, too. I know Sam Howell, you know, he throws the ball all over the place, but it sounds like they want a quarterback. And then mm-hmm. if, if that if that quarterback did come in with Harbaugh, they would start together. So, yeah, there's there's some interesting places all over the NFL, and it's it's that way every year. I mean, there's – I don't know, five to eight jobs open every year and you can find pros and cons for each one. And like I said, there have been other jobs that have come open that seem to make sense for Harbaugh because of various connections. The Raiders was another one. He he had a very, a very, his first NFL coaching job was a quarterback's coach with the Raiders and the Davis family. And that was open last year. They didn't hire him either. So there's been like all these jobs that seem to make sense for him and none of them have materialized. So we'll, we'll see what this year looks like. But yeah, I think the Chargers one makes the most sense. I think it's, and maybe you'd agree or disagree, I think it's a combination of two things. I think it's it's not very often that a, a team with a quarterback, Justin Herbert's easily a top 15 quarterback, maybe top 10, so to speak. That's hard to find. And to walk into a, a job with a quarterback like that, and then you just need a few pieces here and there. When he took over San Francisco, okay, I was with the Rams, and I played those teams. They were, they were not great. Okay, They had like three or four wins the year before he got there. With relatively the same guys – Okay, he w- went to the Super Bowl just a couple years later and almost won. It was one play away from beating his brother in the Ravens, really, and that was it. And all he did is what he did at Stanford, what he did at the Niners, and what he did not do right away at Michigan, and then he eventually did, just went to Smash Mouth football. We're yeah. going to bring in a bunch of extra tight ends. Oh, by the way, those tight ends are extra linemen, so they're not really <laughs> tight ends. And then we're just going to sh- run it down your throat, straight up yeah. your rear, and see how many times you want to do it. Uh, like, anytime we played them, I knew we, I had to, as, as we used to say, bring my big boy pads, okay? <laughs> and he finally started doing that at Michigan, okay, to the extent he did it elsewhere, and now he's, we've seen the success that he's had. Mm-hmm. Now, I think, not I think, if he takes over the Chargers, he's got a way better starting spot than he ever did with the Niners. And it should be noted, like Harbaugh is a strong personality. I mean, a lot of these coaches are. You look at Urban, you look at Nick, you look at, you look at Harbaugh. Okay, strong personalities. This is kind of reminds me of what happened with the Niners. A lot of success, 
not too far removed from the, from the Super Bowl, and then had some conflict with the GM, which is why he ended up going elsewhere. So kind of similar with the AD here at Michigan, but I think the second part of that is obvious. This The potential sanctions with the NCAA, he feels like it's a witch hunt, things of that nature. All right, uh, so real quick, Connor Stallions. Okay, I'm curious, where is he at now? What's the update <laughs> on him? Like, what's going on with this guy? Because he was all over the place. Now you never hear about him. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'd laugh because so I went to, I went to Central Michigan. That's my alma mater. So obviously, like okay. when that stuff came out, he was yep. hiding on the sidelines with the CMU gear. Like I'm, I did my own podcast of, like the week after that, and I came mm-hmm. out in full like CMU garb with the sunglasses <laughs> on, and my my hat awesome. is still sitting right there. So anyway, that made me laugh. But I don't know. I, I he's doing cameos now. You know the 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 social media platform where oh, you yeah. can like pay Seriously? to have like he's okay. doing that apparently. Uh, right. He did pop up at multiple things uh, throughout Michigan's playoff run. He was at the Rose Bowl. He was at the uh, – I think he was at the championship game. He was at the Big Ten title game in Indianapolis. I actually okay. – I have a buddy who lives in Carmel. He's like, you know, meet me up for the – we went to this bar before the game, got some food, and there's Connor Stallions just hugging people, taking photos. I'm like, what? this dude almost derailed Michigan's season yeah. single-handedly, and, like, he's being treated like a hero. It's very strange. You know, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing now other than the cameo stuff. I There's no way he gets a job in college football again, right? Like, that just can't happen. I don't think. So, But, I don't, but I don't know. With him. The people wanting to picture with him, <laughs> I, I've got to ask. Are they Michigan fans or are they non-Michigan fans oh. who are like, you almost blew up the season. We love you for it. Like, who's who's asking oh, they were, pictures? No, they were Michigan fans. Like, head wow. to toe, Mason Blue Garb. Like, okay. it's strange. Like, the, it's... I just wrote an article about this the other day about the cameo thing. You know, the SI people produced one like you can now get your message personally from. I'm like, why? Why would you want that? And wow. then, but it's the, the opinions vary so wildly among the Michigan fan base. Some people literally are like, Connor, that's our hero. And others are mm. like, I hate him. Like, I never yeah. want to see him again. Like, blast him to the moon. So it's it's weird. I mean, you know how it is. That, that's how things are these days. Everybody has. Mm-hmm a side that they take and the other person is the worst person in the world and whatever. But yeah, as far as I know, he's in the area at least because he was around a lot of Michigan stuff down the stretch. But yeah, I I don't know exactly what he's up to nowadays other than uh, the one, (laughs) the one message that I did see was he was like, this is Connor stallions and we're getting ready to do the most important fantasy football draft of the, or something. He was like doing a fantasy football shout out to some guy. And I'm like, all, All right. right. If somebody wants to pay $75 for that, more power to him. I will not be. He's doing his thing, man. I guess you got to give him credit <laughs> for that. So Striking right. while the iron is hot, I guess you could say. There you. I'm not going to blame him. I'm just yeah. surprised by some folks' reaction, I guess. Um, Correct. Yes. All right, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, just another reminder. Make sure to check out our friends at Jacobson Seed Company and what they're all about. They're your healthy hybrid advantage. Check them out at Jacobson Seed company.com okay let's say jim harbaugh goes to the nfl he does not come back to michigan now it seems like sharon moore is the obvious answer here promote from within a guy who won six games won two top 10 games games on the road didn't even know he was going to be the head coach till the day of penn state for that particular game and he was a guy that the the team seemed to rally around and he would keep as much as anybody what's already been built just 
keep on going. He, he's the offensive line coach for crying out loud. You want to talk about a guy who's going to focus on physicality. Is this Sharon Moore? Now, this is crazy to me, but I've heard Chip Kelly's name bandied about just a smidge. I mean, what are your thoughts on all this? I, I'm sorry, Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly. I'm sorry, Brian Kelly. Yeah, Brian Kelly from uh, Notre Dame, LSU. Yeah, I, yep. I'd be shocked if he even got a look, but yeah, I think it's I just because – there's, I think it's because you can draw some similarities between the types of jobs he's had recently. I mean, Notre Dame, Michigan always mm-hmm. have kind of been like compared to each other. LSU, a little bit of a different animal being down in the SEC, but I, I don't see that at all. I mean, I, yeah, mm-hmm. his name has been thrown around. I don't even know if he would want that job. I mean, that's kind of a, I know Michigan just won a title and they're kind of humming right now, but that's like a lateral move. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a big powerhouse program in the SEC, come back to the Midwest, maybe. It's, you know, a little bit more of a familiar stopping grounds for him. Other than that, it just doesn't really make any sense. I, I think it's Sharon Moore. I mean, there's not – Yeah, it's a unique situation where you have an assistant coach on the staff who just happened to coach, you know, five or six games, you know, during suspensions. And like you said, two the two biggest ones of the year at Penn State, at home against Ohio State, the players love him. He's had an extremely full plate over the last couple of years, being the offensive coordinator and the O-line coach, and then also head coach for a handful. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot for yep. a dude to get ready for on a game day. Great recruiter, 37 years old. I mean, quite young. Um, and, and like I said, the players absolutely love him. He would be able to keep as much together as as anybody, I think. You know, if, if Harbaugh takes an NFL job and wants to take a couple coaches with him, that's a different story. But in terms of the recruiting class, the players that are already there, transfer portal issues, I don't really think you'd see much, uh, you know, much of that. I think Sharon would be able to hold it together pretty well, and he's an up and comer. I mean, that's you know, the only argument you can make against him is that that's a pretty big job to be having your first head coaching gig, and that's it is. I mean, that's not something you typically see where a coach's first job is that big, head coaching job is that big. But he's been the OC for a couple years. He won the Joe Moore Award as the O-line coach. He was a phenomenal tight ends coach before that. Again, shout out to my Chippewas. Back when he was at CMU, he was labeled as this young up-and-comer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been at Michigan now six or seven years, and he, he'd be ready for it because he's, he's in a way, he's already done it. It's yep. It was very unique how it happened, and obviously Harbaugh was there throughout the week, but then, I mean – you know, dude, Saturday afternoon in Happy Valley and then taking on the Buckeyes with Harbaugh not there is a big deal, and he he thrived. So I think that makes the most sense. Um, you'd, it'd be interesting to see how much changes because, like you said, the physicality would obviously be there. The running game would obviously be there. He's the O-line guy. Makes a lot of sense. By the way, Chippewas, one of the greatest nicknames for a sports team <laughs> I've ever heard. I've always thought that since I was a kid. Okay, Now, was it Central Michigan or Western Michigan that went undefeated in 2015? So yeah, that would have been Western when they had PJ Fleck. That was Western. Okay, that's yeah. what I, I couldn't that's remember. The, I always get those two mixed up. So, okay, Central Western weekend too. That's My like bad. that's My like oh, you know <laughs> no. Uh, Central had some runs back in the day though. When I was there, um, Dan Lefevre was the guy. He was kind of okay. like running. He was Antonio Brown was there not long after that. JJ Watt right, started yep. out there. Yeah, so they yep. they were pretty good back in the early two thousands middle. 2004 2005 but uh yeah that was western that had the big run pj then he moved on to the big 10 so yeah that was uh that was the rival we don't like to talk about the broncos so i didn't mean to bring that up i'm sorry (laughs) hey jj watt ladies and gentlemen he was at central michigan before he ever thought about wisconsin that's all you need to know yeah all right let's talk about your favorite team from down south ohio Mm -hmm. state Mm -hmm. now they 13 million dollar you know allotment for their nil and they're making noise they're making splashes 
okay, they bring in Will Howard, who could be a potential upgrade versus what they had last year, no disrespect, but he brings an element with his legs, okay? And then they've had a lot of players come back. And I've mentioned this before, and I'm sure this makes Michigan fans want to vomit, and I do apologize. It's just my opinion. I might be wrong. Ohio State right now, this time of year, going into next year, reminds me of Michigan this time last year going into this previous season with a bunch of guys coming back for one goal, and that's to beat Michigan and win a national title. What are your thoughts on Michigan versus Ohio State and how those two fan bases should feel going into the preseason next year? Yeah, they they've I mean, like you said, they've loaded up and that you know they got the I don't know much about him, but the 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 kid from Alabama, the other quarterback. Yeah. So now they've got uh so he's a stud. That's the safety. Mm-hmm. They've just yep. got Julian Cyan, the five star quarterback that transferred over. I don't think he played much at Alabama, but he was like the number one quarterback mm-hmm. in the country. Um Air Knoll. So they've got like the, they went from having like what's you know Kyle McCord, he's he's not getting the mm-hmm. job done. He transfers to Syracuse. Now they've kind of got this three this this three man battle at quarterback. You mentioned Caleb Downs. I mean, do that watching that kid play in the Rose Bowl. I mean, the very first play of the game was like a Charles Woodson esque interception. Yep. You know, thank the football gods that his football his foot was out of bounds when he jumped, so he was he never established himself, but He's an incredible player. He goes there. They've got Quinshad Junkins who transferred. I mean, they they look. Yeah, you're right. They look like they're kind of doing what Michigan did, picking you know pick pick who you want to fill a couple holes. Do this, do that. Guys coming back that probably could have left. And on the flip side, Michigan might send 20 guys to the NFL. It's like their mm-hmm. their rosters are in pretty different spots right now. Obviously, Michigan's run with what they just had was incredible, and they mm-hmm. went 15 and 0. And now they've got some rebuilding to do. And if Harbaugh leaves, and you've got quarterback you know jj's gone and blake corum maybe the best running back in michigan history which is saying a lot he's mm-hmm. now gone roman wilson your your best receiver's gone all five starting offensive linemen are gone like it's it's a lot there is a lot of turnover to deal with michigan has some depth and they'll have some players back but yeah it does feel like ohio state's roster is in a much better spot now and michigan fans don't want to hear that they don't want to say it but that's that's the fact on paper that's what it looks like but Ohio State's always looked good on paper, and Michigan's beaten three years in a row. So yep. you know you got to play them. But yeah, right now they've done a lot to improve that roster. Um, you know, kind of pulling out all stops. It seems Joe Ryan Day, he looked rattled badly over the last couple of years losing to Michigan. The fan, I mean, the fan, mm-hmm. he's lost like eight regular season games, and the fan base was calling for him to be fired. I mean, it's a little crazy, but yeah. they've done some things to really make themselves better. Um, and you know, that's what it looks like in the early stages of 2024 anyway. Well, the problem is three of those eight games have been against Michigan and that counts like quadruple (laughs) every time you lose to Michigan. So it's like he lost four games every time he lost them one time to Michigan. All right, man. So when you look at Michigan itself, now I'm actually excited to see Donovan Edwards be the main guy at the running back slot. When, when Corum unfortunately got hurt a couple years ago, I don't think there was a drop off at all with Edwards. Now Corum comes back. They're kind of a one, two punch, but obviously Corum was the main guy last year. National championship game. First two long TD runs were Donovan Edwards. And I know you can argue Corum's the best running back they've ever had. In my opinion, I'm excited to see what Edwards can do because he might even be better. I think he's just a little bit more explosive, as good as Corum was. So give me your thoughts on Donovan Edwards stepping in for Corum. We got about 90 seconds here. Also, J.J. McCarthy, what's Michigan going to do about that quarterback spot? Because now that he's gone. Yeah, the quarterback spot's a huge question mark. Alex Orgy. You know, he's he they brought him in a few times throughout the course of the year to run the ball. I don't think he I don't think he attempted a pass actually, but he's 
you know, six three, two thirty five. I mean, he he's bigger mm -hmm. than he's bigger than Jalen Milrow. I mean, like everybody was like, yep. look at Milrow. Look, this is a bigger dude. He runs kind of the same way. Has a very strong arm, but we just haven't seen him throw it much. So you really wonder if he's got what it takes. They've got the true freshman, Jaden Davis. I don't think he's the answer. I don't you know, like JJ McCarthy didn't start as a true freshman. I don't think Jaden Davis is ready yet either. Um, they have Jack Tuttle, who's hoping to get a seventh year of uh, eligibility, the mm -hmm. transfer from Indiana. Maybe he could step in. The way Michigan plays on offense, mentioning Donovan Edwards, is a lot of turnaround and give the ball to those guys. But, mm -hmm. again, the O-line is now – it's going to be really interesting to see how all of this looks. Donovan Edwards, I agree with you, got much – he's got better long speed. He gets out in the open, it's over. I mean, he's taking it to mm -hmm. the house. But all those linemen that were opening up those big holes are now gone. Yep. So what does that look like? Yep. If, if Orgy's the starter, I think he runs it 15, 18 times a game. I mean, he's put together like that. He could handle that kind of workload running it from the quarterback spot. But a lot of question marks. I love Donovan Edwards, man. He's a local kid. I used to cover recruiting. I've known him since he was in ninth grade. After last year, you know, when Corum got hurt and he had the two big runs against Ohio State, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, that one-two punch is going to be insane. Mm -hmm. And he didn't have a great year. He really didn't. I mean, came on late in the title game for sure, but – he was thinking he was going pro after his junior year. Like that was the talk of that was his his tone all the mm -hmm. way through. Now he's back. He'll be the guy. Super excited for him, and we'll see what that O line looks like because that's ultimately where it starts. All right, Brandon. That's today's show. I want to thank you for joining me, my friends, and to everyone out there. Have a glorious weekend. We'll see you next time. Cool, man. That was good stuff. <clears throat> I appreciate your. Uh,